Where would this world be without you? You are significant, vital, and necessary. And you're probably so busy taking care of everyone and everything that you're starting to feel a little invisible or unheard. But your voice matters. It's time to unlock doors and shine light on the chaos so you can be all you were meant for. Here's the host of Your Voice Matters, Rebecca Dollinger. Hi, I'm Rebecca Dollinger, and welcome to Your Voice Matters, where we encourage and inspire women to speak up, speak out, and stand in their power. Today, we are honored to have an amazing guest with us, VR Small. VR is a Navy veteran and founder and executive director of Veterans Women Enterprise Center, a national incentive that has broken ground here in Dallas and is projected for other centers in the nation. I have done VR just a short, short time, and she is an amazing woman. She has completely honored and continued to serve her sisters in arms. And we welcome you. VR, we are so excited to have you here with us today. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm really excited to be on your show. Um, well, VR, um, why is why women's, you know, a veteran's own businesses? What makes you different? And could you share your experiences with us? Absolutely. That's a question that we get asked all the time. Why women veteran own businesses? And it goes back to the data. It's really grounded in the statistics. Uh, the census is the survey of business owners. It's done every year that ends in a two and a seven. And we're still working from 2012. 2017 should have been released this year, but with COVID-19, we're expecting a delay. But during that time period, and it was just five years, women veteran-owned businesses grew from 4% of all veteran-owned businesses to over 15.2%. Now, that was nearly 400,000 new businesses. So that was a tremendous amount of growth. In fact, we outpaced African-American women, which was the fastest growing segment in women overall. Now, out of that percentage, about 97% of those women were what we call non-employers, uh, but they did receipts over $7 billion. And the other small 3% that we call employers employed over 100,000 people, and they saw over a 50, 56% increase in their payroll, which is really phenomenal. It tells us that veteran women pay well, but also they reported over $10 billion in receipts. Now, what's interesting about all of this is that that 97% of non-employers, their average, their average revenues was reported at below 25K. And we know that's not even a good salary, but it's definitely not what's going to sustain a business. Moreover, the 3% that were employers and they reported 10 billion, the census entrepreneur survey tells us that if they reported revenues proportionate to their size, they should have reported over 29 billion. So our women are there and they're doing business, but they're not doing business at the level that they should be doing business. And that tells us that they need more support. And that led to the development of the Veteran Women's Enterprise Center. And our mission is to help women veteran-owned businesses scale for success. And how do we do this? Well, first we established strategic alliances like the one we have here with the Homeless Veteran Services of Dallas. They managed the property for the VA and we were able to secure 2,700 square feet for our first brick and mortar facility. And this facility, which we like to say is based on what we call our CEO suite of services is really just an acronym for what we do and what we will do across the nation. And so C is all of our brick and mortar. We have a cafe lounge here that seats over 15 people. 
We have co-working space up to 16 units, and we actually have a conference center that seats 50 people auditorium style. So this is the kind of concept that we want to see develop across the nation because women veterans are not millenniums, not the majority of them. They're older women and they want to be connected. They wanna have that camaraderie. They wanna collaborate with each other. So they want an environment that they can come into and connect. And that's what the Veteran Women's Enterprise Center does. Our slogan is connecting you is what we do. And we invite each and every one of our women to get connected. Well, that sounds like just a, um miracle i mean for these women <laughs> yeah really i mean you know sometimes you know you look in places and you can't find what you actually need profitable businesses depend on structure and messaging to engage a hungry market with exactly what they need your messages will improve but if your website structure and processes don't make it easy for customers and clients to understand your value you're missing out on new opportunities and analytics reach and ultimately sales does this sound like you it's time for you to outsource your digital content management to zero to 60 marketing. Lots of content requires specialized organization to be effective. Complex, technical organization that's often missed or delayed while you serve your paying customers. The big problem with this approach is new customer opportunities are getting ignored. Zero to 60 Marketing discovers the holes and repairs the breach. Zero to 60 Marketing directs and manages content projects, pulling the pieces together to make new profitable processes possible. Call 920-257-4944. Outsource your digital marketing development. Your future will thank you. That's 920-257-4944 today. I know the COVID-19 issue for small business owners is just huge. So is the Veterans Women's Center doing anything to address this? So absolutely. I, I think that we had to do what everyone is doing, and that's pivot. And so a lot of our events were here at the center because it is brick and mortar, but we've created a series of virtual sessions. And so next Monday, we will be launching our Monday morning message with Congressman BC and also Councilman Thomas. And they will be giving us a political update. We hope to do that every week. And we'll have either our federal, our state, or our local politicians telling us what's going on, what we can expect, and how we can prepare to take advantage of the resources that are available for our small business owners. We also launched our Trending Thursday Tips, and we were really excited last week to have Elizabeth Gore. She is one of the co-founders and the president for Alice. And Hello Alice is a online platform originally started for women, but now open to everybody. And they launched a program called Business for All, where they are doing $10,000 grants for businesses right now. And that is a rolling grant. So businesses can still go online. They can still apply. They also developed an extensive COVID-19 resource center, which their team is updating in real time every day. So women can go and connect to helloalice.com. They have a great community. It was originally designed for women. And as Elizabeth said, about 75% of their clients or their members are still women. So their goal is still pretty much consistent, but it's an absolutely phenomenal resource. It's online, which means it's national. So everyone can get connected. And we talked a little bit about in May, they're gonna start doing these connect communities. And one of them will be in a military community and will definitely be effectively involved in that process because we want to touch as many women as we can. When we talk about COVID-19, one of the other things we are trying to do is to make sure that our women can access the resources that they need. 
Um, we were speaking to the SBA and other people and saying, we knew that this was gonna be a problem. We had reached out to our partners and potential partners in the banking industry. And they had already told us before the president signed his bill that when these resources came down, they were gonna be working with their clients first. And we knew that a lot of our women were not banking with some of the big banks and that they didn't have these long-term banking experiences. And we asked, how is that going to be addressed? And as the SBA has said, and even our congressmen have said, they didn't anticipate the banks to respond this way, but they did. And so as you see in this new set of funding that's coming out, money is specifically set aside for those small businesses. And I think it's gonna be about 60 billion, but we'll know when the final bill is signed, if there's any other changes that are made to it. So we've been talking about financial capital ever since we started, because we understand that it's not enough to just have your finances in order. You need to have a financial relationship. You need to know your banker. Your banker needs to know you and you need to have a relationship so that banker knows what you do in your business. They know that you're consistently growing and developing your business. They've had a chance to see some of what you're doing and you support some of the things that your bank is doing. So we started Breakfast with a Banker. It's particularly a very interactive program. Uh, we only launched it for that first year. We wanna relaunch again in 2020, but that's the whole point of Breakfast with a Banker to help our women develop banking relationships. Because you know, a lot of people walk in the bank, they've never met their banker. They don't know the banker's name. But all of a sudden you're putting a package in front of them and saying, hey, give me X amount of money. That's almost like walking up to a stranger on the street and saying, give me a loan. You, you don't know me, you don't know anything about me. And even if I whip out my credit score and say, hey, I've got an 850 credit score and blah, blah, blah. You're like, okay, that's great. But I don't know your character. I don't know if you're gonna pay this back. I don't know if you're gonna keep doing this. I don't know anything about you. Why would I give you my money? And bankers feel the same way. They want to know more than just what you look like on paper. They wanna to get to know you. And so I think that's something we're gonna focus on very seriously in 2020, connecting more with our partners and helping them build real relationships with our women so that in situations like this, it's too late now when a bank says, I'm only gonna do business with my clients. Who are those clients for a lot of these big banks? They're predominantly males with big businesses. And so if you're a smaller person and you haven't developed those relationships, you're not gonna get a seat at the table. And as we saw, the food ran out and we said that too. It was not a bottomless pit. The money would not be there forever. And in 14 days, literally the money was gone. Right. So if you were spinning around trying to figure out who you were gonna do business with and how you were gonna get to the table, you missed it. And we want to make sure that our women are prepared, not waiting for something to happen, but I believe in being proactive, not reactive. And so we've been working on this since the beginning, and we're going to continue to work on that. Also, now is a great time for women to get certified. It's a great time to get all your paperwork together, to get your package loaded up. That takes a little bit of time. And so we're working with WeBank. We still have six slots open where we are supporting a female veteran or a military spouse. We're paying for their certification. We just listed that on our website again, and we have our program overview next Tuesday. It is mandatory if they want to be in the program, that they attend the program overview so that they know what the requirements are and the expectations. And then they can get their package together, submit it to our judges, and they'll be set up for an interview. So submitting a package doesn't guarantee you a slot, but the interview is where the final decision is made. So we want our women to be ready, completely ready, 
not just to survive, but to thrive. That sounds awesome. You know, all that information is so important about connecting. And some women don't realize that you, those valuable connections you have, you know, you, uh-huh. you, know, you need them from all around. And we're going to take a break and give kudos to our sponsors right now. So we'll be back and talking about connections. Thank you. We'll be right back with Your Voice Matters after these messages. The American business economy is positioned as it has never been before. Professional videography is a core element for attracting a higher level of engagement with the people group you need for significant impact. Now is your time to shine. My name is Bill Brock, owner of White Rock Films, and I invite you to a powerful opportunity in the marketplace, an opportunity to draw excited people to your events, an opportunity to showcase your ideas on infrastructure, an opportunity to become known as the industry authority and enjoy the associated benefits of a strong, influential brand. Video highlights, video teaches, video puts a resistant market at ease, and video stirs the hearts and imaginations of your allies and strategic client base. White Rock Films offers full audio, video production for businesses ready to embrace the future, handling your project with professionalism, experience, and polish unheard of in the industry. My name is Bill Brock, and White Rock Films wants your business. See us online at whiterockfilms.com. Welcome back to Your Voice Matters. Here's more, Rebecca. We are back with Your Voice Matters, and we're talking to VR. And we stopped at talking about connections. Personally, for me, I have different kinds of connections. You have business connections, you have personal connections, And in the small business world, you need both the small business owners, like, I mean, or the small banks that you were talking about, VR, and you also need contacts with people in the bank that can help you. And making those personal and those professional connections, it's worth its weight in gold. When you're in a hard time like this, you think, I can go to so and so, so and so, and so and so, and I can get. You know, she can give me good advice or everything like that. So this is a great time to make those personal connections, professional connections. I think it's awesome you're actually promoting that VR because so many people don't realize this is important. You have to have it. It's just an element that you have to have. Can you expound on how you, um, you teach them or give them opportunities to make these connections? So I think one of the things that we launched in 2020 was our theme is building. And so our our women warriors winning the business battle, we came up with that theme because we recognize that really business is kind of a war. I mean, you're in a competition and it's a game of survival, but you can win that battle if you have a strategy. And so one of the things that we wanted to do this year is make sure that our women have a strategy. One of the first things that we look at is that personal and professional confidence. We have a number of women who are not comfortable telling you about their business, presenting their business. But if you can't articulate what you do and how you do it and why it's important to the next person, you cannot sell that business. So every month we do our 30-second elevator speech competition and we give away a $60 gift card at that event. And we're going to figure out how to do that virtually and how to get that, that money to the women through a virtual gift card because it's so important that they share who they are. One, it starts to help build their own confidence and they get feedback from not only our judges, 
but the other women who are there to say, hey, I kind of know what you do, but can you tell me a little bit more? Well, if someone needs that little bit more, you haven't really been clear. You want people to walk away saying, I get what you do and I can't use you, but I think I know somebody who can. So if I can't get that B2B, I want to get that referral. So it should be one or the other. I'm making a sale or I'm making a referral. We have to get our women to think about that consistently. Consistently, If you're talking about your business, what are you getting out of this conversation? What are you actually trying to achieve? The other thing that we implemented is every month we do our business pitch. So two of our businesses are, pit, are picked at each one of the events to do a three-minute business pitch to our judges. And then that particular individual would get a $500 line of credit with one of our partner banks. And the reason why we wanted to do the line of credit is because it's something that they can have for the life of their business. And they can build it on the 500 that we give them up to whatever they want it to be. So the way the program was designed is that every quarter, one person wins the 500. And at the end of the quarter, those three people compete for an additional 1500. And at the end of the year, each person that won from the quarter will compete for additional 3000. So someone will walk away with a $5,000 line of credit, two other, three other people will have a $2,000 line of credit total, and eight people will have a $500 line of credit. And now where they do with that is up to them. We definitely work with them. They're required to have a mentor to meet at least once a month to talk to us about their finances. We don't want to just give people money and then say, hey, go and do whatever and never look back. We want to be responsible. But we also want to make sure that they have something they can build on. And you know, when you get a loan, it's done. You spend it and then you pay it back. If you want another loan, you can't just go back and say, hey, I had this loan. Give me another one. No, you have to start all over again. But you have a line of credit. Each time you pay that money back, it becomes available to you again. You don't have to ask for anything else. You don't have to apply for anything else. You just have to be responsible. And that is a great opportunity for a lot of businesses to get into some of our partner banks because some of our partner banks are the bigger banks that would in many instances have not done business with them except through their relationship with us. So we understand that building that financial and that social capital, that's a collaborative. Local DFW businesses, advertising keeps your businesses front and center in the marketplace. The OBBM network offers targeted reach into the markets you want to dominate. Advertise on the OBBM network for radio, podcast, and television exposure directly where you want it. Area chambers and people groups value knowing service providers they can trust for themselves and trust when giving quality referrals. Advertising strategically is key to successful ROI. Discover what local DFW business advertising on the OBBM network can do for you. Call 214-714-0495 to find out more today. And go to theoffbeatbusiness.com to download your free copy of the definitive local business digital media guide. That's 214-714-0495, offbeatbusiness.com. Now, when we talk about COVID, I think it goes back to what we keep trying to tell people. We are not just building businesses. We're building our nation. When we help a female business owner become self-sufficient, that woman is normally tied to a family. 
So we're helping to strengthen the family structure. And when we look at COVID-19, we're very concerned about business loans and all of that, but we're also concerned how are our businesses surviving? Because they're not just an inanimate object. They are human beings that are usually connected to other human beings. So are they being able to access all the resources that they need? Because if they're worried about their family, if they're worried about their children, how can they effectively focus on their business? That's so true. It's so true. And then we understand that every one of our business owners is connected to a community. Most of our business owners are community-based and they provide a viable service to that community. So now when they're hurting, their community is hurting, but when they're thriving, their community is thriving. We know from the Women's Philanthropy Institute that women give more when they make more and they give more where they're connected and where they're connected to their communities. So you're gonna have investments in education, investments in your church, investments in your nonprofits, in your community, because women give and they give where they're connected. And last but not least, we know that small business is, it's the heartbeat of our nation. And so when these women are thriving, we are literally fueling our nation's economy. This is a win-win for everybody. So when we're supporting women veterans, who are natural entrepreneurs because of the leadership and the do know how to do it and just go and get it done attitude that we come out of with the military. When we help these women be self-sufficient, we're literally building our nation and we're building it community and family. Correct. Even in these times, you have to use creativity. Absolutely. You just have to like think outside the box, which is as I'm a copywriter, so that's easy. <laughs> I mean, it's more natural to me than if you were like a technical person. That might be a little bit more difficult. Innovation um, is important. And flexibility, agility, all of that is important for a business. And right now, even more than ever, to look at what you're doing and rethink it. And think about, do I have a crisis management plan in place? Not because there's a crisis coming, but you plan for it. That's what that, how do we predict the unpredictable? We plan, we plan for the unpredictable. And that's how you predict the unpredictable because I have a plan. That's why they tell us to save because you never know when you're going to lose your job or your company's going to close or somebody steals the money or it just loses its place in the industry. How are you going to survive? You have a plan because you have savings. A business has to have the same type of outlook. You have to have a plan. What am I going to do if? And there are several ifs, and you need to be asking all of them if you really want to position yourself to have a competitive advantage and survive in a crisis like this. So you're actually saying to those roadblocks that we normally would have not even seen coming, I would say just not in one area, but all areas that we would come out a whole lot better. Oh, absolutely. And you have to be versatile. So businesses have to look at Okay, I have a store because we have a center, but we also have a website. Well, can people utilize us by not just coming to our facility because not everyone wants to travel or needs to travel. We have technology and we need to use our technology to our fullest. We are a national initiative. Although our first facility is in Dallas, we are not just a Dallas program. And we have women that reach out to us from Florida, Houston, DC, Maryland, all over the United States, how do we connect them? How do we make sure that they can take advantage of what we're doing? So we're 
we're looking at our virtual series and saying, hey, when COVID's over, is this something we need to continue so that we can stay connected and still be a viable resource to the women that are trying to connect with us and want these resources across our nation until we have the funding to open up additional centers. So it's, it, we are already pivoting and saying, hey, we can't just be here. We can't just have women come here. How do we connect to those women who are reaching out to us? If, we, if we're truly going to be a national initiative, we have to start having a national platform. Well, I have one quick question. I was just really kind of interested in the small business women. You have all types. Are they accountants? Are they coaches? Or are they just an array of? We have such a great eclectic group. We have uh, trucking companies, graphic artists. We have people who are doing daycare. Um, we have retail stores. We have food services, caterers. Um, we have women who have these different sports programs. Um, our women are accountants, IT. We have women, I have a woman who's doing events. They are across the board. And I love that because I think sometimes people think, oh, they're one thing or another. No, they are out there doing a mirage of different services. And it's just about having the resources you need to open up those different businesses and then grow them and expand them to the level that you would want them to be and to the level that can really support your community and beyond. VR, could you share your contact information with us, please? You can reach us at veteranwomensec.org. Also, if you would like to send us an email, it would be info at veteranwomensec.org. All of our social media is at veteranwomensec. And our number is 214-489-7984. Connecting you is what we do. We invite each and every one of you to get connected. Well, VR, we are so proud that you got to come with us on Your Voice Matters today. Your contact information will be on Your Voice Matters and the OBBM network. And I am to stay tuned for Your Voice Matters for more fabulous shows. Thank you. You've been listening to Your Voice Matters with host Rebecca Dollinger. Download the Offbeat Business app to get all the OBBM Network podcasts in the palm of your hand. Find Your Voice Matters on the OBBM Network podcasts in directories everywhere. For guest and sponsor information, call 214-729-6307. That's 214-729-6307.